The information contained on the Real Health Podcast and the resources mentioned are for educational purposes only. They are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical or health advice. The information contained on this podcast is not a substitute for medical or health advice from a professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. Information provided by hosts and guests on the Real Health Podcast or the use of any products or services mentioned does not create a practitioner-patient relationship between you and any persons affiliated with this podcast. This is the Real Health Podcast brought to you by Reardon Clinic. Our mission is to bring you the latest information and top experts in functional and integrative medicine to help you make informed decisions on your path to real health. Welcome, everyone, to the Real Health Podcast here at Ritten Clinic, and I'm Dr. Ron Huntinghockey, the Chief Medical Officer and your host for most of these podcasts. And so it really is truly my pleasure today to have Annette Klumski, who's one of our wonderful nurses here, tell us a little bit about herself, how you got to be at a, a clinic like Reardon Clinic, and a little bit about your personal journey here, and then we'll talk a little bit about what what role do the nurses play here? What what Why are nurses so darn important? And I know they are. But uh, we want to take this step by step. So tell us a little bit about your getting into this type of nursing. Okay. Well, thank you for having me today. Um, I think as many uh, other healthcare professionals that now practice in functional or integrative medicine, there was a turning point or an event in their life that uh, changed their perspectives on disease treatment. And for me, mine was in high school when my dad was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease, stage three already. Um, he went the traditional route of chemo for about a year and a half, but the disease progressed. So he literally went home to put his affairs in order. And of course, as a teenager, that made quite an impact. And um, then a friend introduced him to some alternative ideas. And so he changed his diet, um, a lot of supplements, and focused on his immune system. And the other thing that I believe was crucial to his disease turnaround was my mother, who literally poured her heart and soul into uh, helping him survive. And the whole family totally embraced a new lifestyle. So long story short, he lived to be 92 years old. Wow. This was all before you went to nursing school? Correct. So that event clearly changed my career path. I had a favorite aunt who was a nurse. So, you know, I had that idea, but really wasn't headed that direction. But I decided to do that. And I've been so fortunate in my career that I've been able to find doctors who think like you do uh, in our area. And really all but one year of my total career has been in integrative care. Yeah. So what was it that stood out in working with some of the uh, the early 
oh, it used to be called alternative medicine, and then it was uh, turned into what holistic medicine. Uh, we're we're now dabbling with the words functional and integrative, but it's a, obviously a different kind of medicine. What is it? What is the thing about this type of medicine that kind of got your attention? Well, I think for one thing, um, prevention of disease. Mm-hmm. Because after my dad got sick, I thought, okay, I don't want this to happen to me. What do I need to change in my life? Uh, There were certainly chemicals on the farm, um, certainly could improve my diet. So things like that. But also just seeing that there's ways to perhaps support um, the body through conventional medicine as well, uh, the therapies that are offered there. So just kind of broadening my perspective, I think, on, on looking at, at medicine. I think once you kind of enter into this field, I'm talking about doctors, nurses, patients, there's a, a kind of a, an awakening of, of a better or more, a deeper mm-hmm. awareness that the choices that we make in our everyday life really do make a difference and that we need to be more more careful about the things that we eat, the the way, what time we go to bed, you know, the amount of exercise we get. Were you noticing that with your dad? Did you notice that he became more conscious of these kind of choices? Absolutely. Um, he stayed on his diet, his what we call the clean diet. We actually called him Mr. Clean <laughs> because he would even pack his own lunch like for church dinners. So he really took it to the extreme. And so that also um, made an impact on me that you could really dedicate, make, make a definite decision to do this to improve your health. So much of, of a serious chronic illness, I know patients come to us and their, their hope quotient is pretty low. They're, 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 they're basically just trying to survive And once they kind of start learning about the different ways that you can take better care of yourself, uh, their eyes open up and hope is now on the horizon and they have a meaning and a purpose, a kind of energy and a zeal to, to get better. And I'm, I'm thinking, is this part of what you kind of observed? I think it, you know, it empowers the patient. Yeah. Um, you don't just go in and have a treatment done to you. There's things that you can do every day. Uh, to help improve your health. So does this, this uh, what you, you learned from your father and then the basics of nursing, how did that translate into the type of office care that we provide? What, what are the things that a nurse does at the Reardon Clinic or what you've done throughout your career that has uh, manifested in, in this kind of new way of thinking about how patients need to to view themselves in this approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, as you often say, the more you learn, the more you don't know. Mm. And so there's constant learning. And I think I think that brings the constant hope as well, because there's always really more things to try. Um, a lot of the patients kind of, you know, there's two different worlds almost. There's the traditional medicine, and then there's more the, what we call functional or integrated medicine. And 
sometimes patients are caught between those two worlds. And so they, they want to try to do both. And so patients often come to us with some uncertainty and perhaps some apprehension. And it does take courage to seek out treatment beyond the conventional. Um, and also they're, they're doing it probably with out-of-pocket expenses as well, because insurance doesn't like to pay for many of those treatments. Yeah, so we uh, we love the term co-learner here at the Reardon Clinic. That was, I, in my opinion, one of Dr. Reardon's biggest uh, discoveries is that once you change the nature of the relationship of the healthcare provider to the healthcare recipient and put them on more of a level playing field, once again, they, they, they felt empowerment, but it was empowerment to learn and to take hold of uh, all the resources they could garner to find a way to get through whatever the disease is. And, you know, we see cancer, we, we see heart disease, we see autoimmune problems, depression, uh, other mood disorders, just a whole host of complex chronic illnesses. And so out of all of that, how do you how do you see yourself bridging the gap between their conventional experience and this becoming a, a co-learner? Patients do come to us with a lot of questions. And we encourage the questions because we want our patients to know uh, about their therapies and understand them. Um, so we have to be knowledgeable about those therapies. And if we can't answer their questions, we point them to resources, whether it be all the Reardon Clinic YouTube videos that are archived on our website or um, books that you've recommended, um, other things online. So we really want them to be comfortable with their treatment. So as co-learners, we certainly encourage questions and also, we learn from our patients. Mm -hmm. um, they, they can tell us about things they've tried and what's been successful. And it's exciting to see them get excited about uh, ways to help themselves. Now, we do a lot of testing here. Do you, do the nurses and the staff here at Reardon Clinic get to be tested? Of course, I know the answer to the question, but do you? Do, do you, uh, do you, does it help you to, to get tested and find out your own nutrient levels? It does. We have a wonderful benefit here as employees at Reardon Clinic that once a year we get a pretty thorough panel of vitamins and minerals, nutrients um, that help us with our own health journey. And so when we sit down with a provider for ourselves to learn, that's helpful to know how to interpret those, those values. And then we can help the patient um, with their lab results as well. Some people would like to say that what we do is not evidence-based, but my gosh, we do a lot of measurements and we use the evidence of the levels that we check. Uh, we, 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 we do a number of uh, personal kind of like interviews, getting to know how the patient's feeling and providing education to them along the way. But do you ever, have you ever felt like there's a lack of evidence in terms of uh, providing integrative care to our patients? Well, we certainly do a lot of measurements here. Yeah. And I think that's very helpful for the patient to see that on paper. They can see exactly what their nutrient levels are. 
So that motivates them to improve those values then. I think one thing that is frustrating that you would probably agree with is that there's a lot of ideas out there on certain therapies, but there's no money for the research to be done. And so sometimes, you know, we have to just try some things and then clinically see how patient responds. There's a lot more to this conversation and it's coming up right after a quick break. Today's episode of The Real Health Podcast is brought to you by the Reardon Clinic Nutrient Store. The Nutrient Store is your resource for the highest quality nutritional supplements. Every supplement in the store is handpicked by the expert medical staff at Reardon Clinic, providing you with the best quality, purity, consistency, and effective dosing available. Visit store.reardonclinic.org to shop online. Yeah, so one of those things that the Reardon Clinic is fa uh, famous for really around the world is the use of IV vitamin C. So intravenous ascorbic acid is a kind of a foundational treatment that we use here. Uh, what has been your perception or what have patients told you about their, uh, their experiences with IV vitamin C and what kind of things have, have you noticed it being really helpful for? IV vitamin C is our most popular treatment. We do have some other things like chelation and oh, NAD, hydrogen peroxide. But um, yeah, with, a with all venipunctures, we as nurses um, realize that starting an IV is an invasive procedure. So we do try to make the patient very comfortable with that. And I would have to say our percentage rate of starting the venipuncture in the first try is pretty high. The nurses are quite, quite adept here. So the vitamin C then um, really seems to help with all kinds of things, whether it be improving fatigue from chronic illness or helping chronic underlying infections. Uh, the cancer patients definitely see benefit uh, from an energy level, from a sense of well-being. And if they're also taking chemotherapy at the same time, they constantly tell us that they are getting through the chemo so much easier, much less side effects with the accompaniment of the vitamin C therapy. Yeah, this is why we, we refer to it a lot as an adjunctive therapy. It's not meant to replace conventional medicine. This is what the integrative part of integrative medicine is all about, is that we, we find that we can be good partners with the conventional approach, helping to mitigate against some side effects and also to kind of help build patients up between treatments so that they can go in and have a, 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 an even better result. Do what's been your perception of how we deal with infectious disease problems in vitamin C? You know, there's there's acute infections and there's chronic infections. How have you seen the vitamin C infusions work for that? I think um, they they again almost immediate feel immediately feel better. It might take two or three if it's a an acute infection, but um, it really does help. Um, I think overcome the infection a little bit quicker. The, the duration is shorter. Yeah. 
And so, uh, and we and we work a lot with other therapies for chronic infections. One of the really exciting ones is the ultraviolet blood irradiation as a means of kind of helping uh, help clue in the immune system to what's what what are the infections and helping the the uh, the body's immune system rise up and do a better job in in uh, in dealing with it. So how how that's only been for what the last couple of years. I think. Yes. Um, the ultraviolet blood irradiation, it kind of sounds like a scary treatment, a scary name, but it's really very, very easy and very, very effective. Um, whether you have an acute pneumonia or bronchitis or something more long-term like Lyme. Autoimmune diseases seem to respond very well to it. So again, this is part of your job. You have to take a patient who's come to see me or one of the other practitioners and we suggest these therapies and they walk over one, what in the heck are they getting into here? So you have to kind of translate this into everyday language and, and kind of help them begin to feel at ease with that process. And so I guess hasn't, but that's kind of the job of the nurse in any, in any kind of uh, healthcare setting is uh, helping patients get through the the day-by-day, step-by-step processes that are necessary to get well. That's true because we are the ones that are with them the most while, while they are here. Um, so, and, and again, we try to make them very comfortable while they, while they are here. Um, not only understanding the therapy, but physical comfort as well. We have great lounge chairs that they can uh, relax in and take a nap. Pillows, blankets, heating pads, uh, drinks, and snacks. Sure. So it's it's a very comfortable, friendly atmosphere. I think what some of the nurses have told me, and I'm 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 thinking you feel this way. You need to tell me. But uh, one of the big advantages is you actually get to know your patients. I know a lot of hospital nurses. They see them while they're in the hospital, and then they're gone. Or uh, even uh, regular office nurses, they see them very sporadically, whereas our patients may be coming in a couple times a week over many months. And so how is that how has that felt to you in terms of developing these kind of like, I'm going to call them healing relationships with these uh, long-term patients? Mm-hmm. I do hope they are um, part of the healing process. We try to be very good listeners and encouragers, and also be very observant. Um, Some days the patients come in for their treatments and they just really need um, either some assurance or ask a lot of questions, or sometimes they're having a really good day and they want to visit with some of the other patients. And it's really good to see them connect with others and, and share their experiences. I find that really rewarding. Some patients have even become friends and have gone out to lunch together. Um, Seeing them multiple times, even per week, we do get to know them pretty well. Other days, they just want to come in and be quiet and take a nap. You know, no visiting. They're just not, not up to a lot of questions. And we listen to those cues. Um, We even offer some private rooms if they're available. So it really is about being very observant with the patient. So what would you say to uh, nurses who are kind of thinking about 
being a little bit more involved in uh, integrative type medical care, holistic care. Is this, is this a good career for nurses? Well, I think um, it's certainly much less stressful than a hospital environment. Um, also much less stressful working for you. <laughs> Very easy. Now, I didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> Very easy uh, going, humble doctor that we, we have here as medical director. So that certainly is a plus. Well, I'm going to just say, uh, to me, I feel so thankful for the nursing staff that we have. Uh, I know that when I send patients over, they're in really good hands. I know uh, the not only the uh, technical competence of our nurses, but that they are good co-learners, they're teaching, and they're also reaching out in a very compassionate way because many of our patients are quite ill and they have very serious illnesses. And I know that they're going to get a special type of care. I mean, we, we, we obviously do since we care for so many cancer patients. Uh, many of them come to us in the, in the, the, the last hours and our nurses have to, to play the role of, uh, of, of death and dying support. And so how has that been for you? That's true. That's, probably one of the more difficult um, parts of the job because after seeing these patients two times a week for a while and then their disease does progress, that, that does, that's hard. <laughs> um, you're, you're losing a, a personal friend there as well. We just try to um, you know, reach out to the family, support the spouses because they're often here with the patient. So that, that, that is a challenge. And we, again, they've, they've become personal, personal friends. The depths of the relationships that get formed here are obviously uh, a part of the healing process. And uh, it's, it's a bit tricky. You know, you have to maintain a professional distance in order to do your job really well. But on the other hand, uh, these are people who uh, get very isolated and alone. They feel alone by their, by their chronic illness. And a lot of them have wandered through various different types of medical systems attempting to find answers. And so uh, it's, it's, and we're not always there to fix everyone, but I think we do a really good job of putting ourselves out to, to offer them something special that's part of a, of a healing process when they come through the Reardon Clinic. So I, I'm, I'm certainly want to thank you and, 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 and on behalf of you, all the nursing staff and really all of our staff here, Dr. Reardon inculcated this idea that we're all part of the healing process and we need to see ourselves that way. This is more than just a job. It's a kind of a, a special calling. And so, uh, any last thoughts on your your feelings about what you do here? You're right. I think we um, feel a, a huge responsibility to the patients when they seek treatment here. Many have traveled a great distance as well, and they've been seeking answers to their chronic diseases for quite some time. And we just want to give them the best experience possible at Reardon Clinic and the bottom line is that we're all here to help patients improve their health and quality of life.
That's why it was called the Center for the Improvement of Human Functioning. Yes. And uh, but we're thankful to uh, to what Dr. Reardon did. Mrs. Garvey was a huge foundation. I mean, it took a woman to, to actually get this there place go. going, and it takes women to keep it going. And our uh, so we're we're very grateful for our nurses, and and we're grateful to you, the listeners, that you listen in, and many of you have been tremendously supportive to us, and. And we thank you for that. And we hope to keep the journey alive and and continue to grow uh, this wonderful place, the, the Reardon Clinic, where so many people have found hope spring alive again. So thank you, Annette, for being on the show. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to The Real Health Podcast. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also find all of the episodes and show notes over at realhealthpodcast.org. Also, be sure to visit reardonclinic.org where you will find hundreds of videos and articles to help you create your own version of real health.